hello, Bill. I wanted to I wanted to start with this because I know that your column is about a, a, another epidemic that you say nobody's really paying attention to. Yeah, and there's a correlation um, to the rise of uh, drug addiction in the hard drug arena to the massive amount of Internet addiction we're seeing not only in the United States but the world. There's a correlation to it. Um, and my, it's a very complicated issue, as you know, Beck. Um, by the way, I appreciate you guys labeling me Father Christmas because, as well, you know, so I joyous. saved – I saved Christmas for the uh, United States of America. <laughs> yes, Maybe I know you did. And, and you've got rosy cheeks, and, uh, and it's, yes. you just and look no like spin fun. elves on BillOReilly.com <laughs> working right, around the that's clock. Right. That's right. All. all right. But now back to addiction. So it, it's, it's a very complicated situation because you, you are dealing with individuals who make a decision. And the decision is, I'm going to take hard drugs for recreational purposes. You know, there, there are people who get addicted because of medical reasons, but not that many. All right. And, and I'm going to do it despite knowing I might die and I might become addicted and destroy my family. But I'm, I'm going to do it anyway. So you're starting with a person who's troubled because rational people, they don't make that decision. Um, and therefore, all of this pie in the sky about, well, all we need is more money for rehab and, and the government's fault because they don't provide whatever to these people. I mean, it's just a lie. The second thing is the society itself, with the legalization of marijuana and the basic glorification of drug use in the media, in Hollywood, sends a message to young and mature people that, you know what, it's cool. It's cool. Look at look, look at Snoop Dogg. Look, 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 it's cool to do it. All right. And, you know, getting intoxicated when you're 14, that's a good thing. You go right ahead and, and, and do it. OK, so you got you have that that massive wave of, oh, inebriation is, is good. And if you do it, you'll be accepted and, and you'll be one of the cool kids. It's absolutely happening everywhere. All right. So this is like a wave that comes in. And the final piece to it is, and we're looking at it now, well, if you're a seller of fentanyl, you know, it's a nonviolent crime. Yeah, you might be handing people poison and they might die, but no, it's not that bad. You shouldn't really be spending a lot of time in prison. Uh, we need to rehab you. So all of this um, is why the CDC comes out with this, um, you know, and by the way, more people died last year of drug overdoses than in the entire Vietnam War by a lot. So there you go. There's the analysis across the board. It's pretty bleak. Well, but there's well, there's also something else that you talk about, and that is the addiction to um, devices and uh, the internet. Yeah. Now there there is this actual term. Uh, what did you say it was? I just I heard about it just a couple of days ago, and then I read it in your column. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, internet it's disorder. Addiction, yeah, um, disorder disorder. So now there are rehab clinics, of course. Capitalism. You're going to have for kids, mostly kids, um, ages eleven, if you can imagine. 
to 23-24, and it costs a fortune because insurance is not going to handle it, um, to go there and, and to try to you know pry their iPhones out of their hands. But well, every parent you- and grandparent knows about the oh, addiction, yeah. and there are plenty of adults addicted to it, too. They don't pay attention yeah. to their kids. They don't pay yeah. attention to their pets. I mean, nobody talks about that, but pets used to be, you know, brought in and you pay attention to them and you walk them and you nurture them. And now the pets look at it. How come nobody's paying attention to me? Because everybody's texting or Snapchatting. No, that's why. I mean, I, that's I, why I, I know. I that's why it. I got my dog an iPhone and uh, and an Instagram. Yeah, page. I mean, that, that's so. a good move. Very good. Ben. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's go into politics. Let's talk a little bit about Cohen and what happened yesterday. What you think it it um, it actually means, and then what you think it politically means. Okay, um, I don't know what it means, and no one else does either. Therefore, all the pundits who are telling you on television and in the newspaper op-ed pages that they do know are lying, Beck. Okay, right? well, wait a minute. Hang on. Hang on. Let's just go over what we do know. He, he came out uh, and said this that this is Cohen. He came out and he I said. lied to uh, some Congress people under oath about a Russian condominium project. Okay. Now, we, right. we, he is he is already, uh, you know, not a credible person. He's never been credible in my book. Right. Um, however, he made that claim. Then right. Trump, who has been saying the whole time, 14 times since he's been president, that we've had no business dealings at all over in Russia. I, and nothing. Yesterday he came out and he said he's weak and pathetic. Don't believe it. Then he came out later and said... Uh, yes. Okay. So I was trying to, of course I was, I'm a businessman. I was trying to build the Trump tower. Uh, but there's nothing wrong with that, which is true. Um, with an exception of the denials, but not under oath, we do understand. We think this coming from Rudy Giuliani, that the president answered, uh, honestly to in his deposition. So there's no, if Giuliani is telling the truth, there is no perjury trap here for him. Uh, so there doesn't look like there's anything uh, th- that there was any laws broken. It's just about Trump lying about it. But he, but he didn't lie about it because he said quite clearly, I don't have any business with Russia. This was all pie in the sky. Maybe we could do it. Oh, might Bill, happen. Don't cut that one. Are well, you really well, cutting that line? I'm, I'm telling you in a court no, of no, law. No, no, no. I'm not talking about court of law. I'm not talking about court of law because we don't. Uh, as far he as I'm concerned. Trump and his lawyers can say, as they yeah, have yeah, yeah. said, we didn't have any business dealings with Russia. Correct. I, and I, I'm not talking about I'm not talking about the law because I don't think there's any laws broken here. I don't think there's okay, any laws look, broken. He's going to say, Beck, and you can disagree with it and disparage him if you want to. But he's going to say, I didn't have any business dealings with him. A conversation about maybe someday we'll build a condo in Moscow is not a business dealing. He did sign a letter of intent. He can say that, and and you can't say. He he signed a letter of intent. I mean, his intent was to do do business, and he formally engaged them. Who? The letters, I mean, obviously, you, you know, it's been reported on if it comes out. Yeah, I, I haven't the, seen any letter, and until right. I see the letter, 
I don't believe it. Okay. So if so, if there is a letter, and he did sign it, does it matter? Yeah, that would matter because if there's a letter of intent to build a condominium in Moscow, that's a business dealing. So that would matter. Okay. So even if he, because see, this is this is interesting because um, I buy into the letter. And I don't think that Where was the anybody's. I don't think it's going to come from. Seen it in several places. Oh, um, on, October twenty eighth, twenty uh, October twenty eighth, twenty fifteen was the date. It was the date of the third Republican presidential debate. And I think this is an interesting one, Bill, because it's one of those things everyone can throw out these accusations. All this right, one it should uh, be provable. If it was, but, but, but well, if they have the letter, they should be able to show it, right? Yeah. If they have the letter, yeah, it should be in the Mueller report when it comes out. It would have been leaked well, a long maybe. time ago if if Cohen had a letter, and Cohen would be the guy. Mm-hmm. But right? he was it the guy just yesterday. He well, just yesterday came out and said, "Okay, yes, I did lie about this two so, right, so, so here's right. the thing: I don't want to even. I don't really care. I, don't care. I, I I get to the point on this when when the facts are out, then yeah. we'll be able to comment on it. Yeah. I, I'm not I'm not holding the letter out as because uh, uh, I'm not talking about. I'm only talking about politics here. Uh, Don't it, it, use on... the word lie and fall into the trap of all of the hate Trump media. Look, listen to Father Christmas. <laughs> it's the season of joy. You Unless sit on a throne of lies. Man, lie. Don't use the word. Well, this would be proof that you would you you are saying it would be proof if this yes, letter existed and he if signed you have it. it a would letter. Be proof. Of intent and then, to build so, a condominium in Moscow, that is a business dealing. Okay, so what does that mean then? If that it means did that he exist to you about what his contacts with uh, Russia okay. were? That's so what then, it would what? Mean. I, I got it. So then, what would that actually mean? Because it's not illegal. No. So so is anybody? Is this going to change anything? Well, unless I don't he think said so. That under oath in his deposition, right, right, and then it and, and, and no, if it didn't it? Would just be a, it would just be another um, thing that the anti-Trump people could say the guy's not trustworthy. That's all. Right. Okay. So now let me ask you this question. Yeah. Um, because if you Stu and I were talking about this earlier, if you listen to what the president says. So you have a good chance at one point or another during your day of getting pissed off, okay? But if you don't listen to what he says, you just watch his actions, like on on, on Russia. He's very strong against Russia. Um, he is he has taken real sanctions to uh, to Russia that we have not seen before. When when you watch his actions. They don't match the words because he's a guy like this is the most beautiful sink ever built. And you're like, OK, it's a, it's a sink, man. You wash your hands in it. <laughs> um, so you, you have to you have to not look at his his language. But when you when you actually listen to him, um, you have to defend it. And, you know, we're, we're put into a role to where. Um, we have to somehow or another say it's okay that he said I had nothing to do with paying those girls off, and we know now that he did. Um, if he if this happens with Russia, and there's a there's a couple of other things that are like this that yeah, you have you to think make a decision this is... whether his policies override his personal 
behavior. It's the same thing with Bill Clinton. And I think the American people... The same thing with with Bill Clinton. As the Republicans are doing with Trump. Right. And I think think everybody has already made their decision on that. Right? I'm not sure, because if Trump needs... If he wants to be reelected... He's got to win over about 7% more votes uh, than he has now in the polls. All right, and so I let's. There let's, are persuadable people depending on who runs against him. All right, so let's pick it up there, and our conversation continues with Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. Uh, Bill, uh, are you aware of uh, what happened with your Gettysburg Address um, bid the other day? No, I'm not. I was waiting. Hmm. What yeah, happened? Patiently. Yeah. Because yeah. you bid $20,000 for a copy right. of the Gettysburg Address. Yeah. Um, and then there was an auction at the charity event, and it went right. back and forth, and you were outbid. Right um, away. Pretty quickly. Pretty quickly, unfortunately, pretty quickly. For, for you. Um, I would like to tell you that the person who outbid you was this was a, a blonde woman who was up in the front row. Uh, she seemed very nice. Her name was Tanya Beck. <laughs> you were beaten by my wife, Bill. <laughs> By my wife. Well, that's bidding on now, his own what, char- what charity does it go to benefit? Uh, that particular piece went to do the Abraham Lincoln Museum. Uh, but oh, the uh, the entire event was uh, my charity, Mercury One, which is... Right. Uh, well, if I had to lose to somebody, um, Tanya is is a person that I would want to lose to. She's so yeah. it's such a nice woman. Arda, where we are performing tonight uh, in concert. Uh, I believe, Stu, is, uh, you're going to try the cello tonight, are you not? Yeah, I've never tried it before, but I think yeah. I, it looks pretty easy. It means your arm goes back and forth. And it's basically am, the whole yep, thing. So. And I am on the electric guitar and electric piano, mm-hmm. which I've never played either one of them. And there's no electricity either. Uh, so it's be... <laughs> yeah, it's unplugged. Yeah, it's unplugged. unplugged. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that's tonight and tomorrow. Tonight in Tampa, tomorrow in Orlando, glenbeck.com. Slash tour. Bill O'Reilly is with us. Bill. Wow. You know, I, I wish I was down there. I would really like to, <laughs> to see Stu play the cello. That would be exciting. Thank you, Bill. I appreciate it. A lot of people feel the same way. Yeah. I know. So, uh, and if, so... You, if you get the steel drum going, I mean, hey, can Father All right. Christmas just get a quick plug in so we don't have to do it at the end? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah sure. All right. The uh, internet addiction is killing the book industry. All right. Because people don't want to take the time to read a 300-page book when they can just text their brains out or Snapchat or whatever they're doing. If you look at the Amazon 100, top 100 books, there are actually 10 books, 10 in the top 100, real books. Killing the SS is actually the second uh, best-selling book next to Michelle O in the country right now. It was first last Sunday. But The Wonky Donkey. And Dragons Love Tacos are outselling me on Amazon, Beck. And it's an outrage. Oh, Dragons, Dragons Love Tacos love sounds really yeah, good. Dragons Love Tacos. I love tacos. We have a lot but in Dragons common. I got a lot to love tacos, all right? So the whole How book do you know is that? fraud. <laughs> you were the one saying, unless you have a confirmation of a lie, don't call it a lie. Don't call it a lie. How do you know Dragons Don't Love Tacos? They don't love tacos. How do you know that? eat people. They don't eat. They don't. don't But anyway, killing the SS. Those are that's a that's an old charge on dragons. Anybody who likes history will love killing the SS for the holiday uh, thing. And then BillOReilly.com premium membership spec. You have one. Um, Everyone should have one. So that's it. Father Christmas is done. Go right right ahead. All right. So let's talk about uh, the G20 uh, meeting. 
No, the president said the president <laughs> said yesterday, which, uh, you know, I, I love the way he negotiates. He's got a twitchy eye and everybody's like, I don't know. He just might freaking do it. Um, he said, I don't really even know if I want to make a deal with China because we're getting so much money from him now in, the, in this uh, tariff war. Um, but, but, you know, he does. But uh, he is threatening all kinds of stuff. What do you think is going to happen uh, with the G20, any progress on the trade with China? Yeah, I think there will be a breakthrough because China, and I have this on very good authority, is going to slap a tariff on Dragon's Love Tacos. <laughs> You're not going to be able to ship that book to China. And that's going to wow. be the deal breaker, and Trump will give in, and then everything will be good. Um, I, I have heard... Um, that this deal with China uh, has already been made. And this is usually the way they do it. People should know this. They don't just show up to Buenos Aires, all right, and then they talk in a room and come out with a deal. That never happens. It's always with Gorbachev and Reagan. by minions um, yeah. or the Secretary of State or whatever, mm-hmm. and then they have a framework so they know now whether they're going to have an, a joint announcement on uh, Saturday or Sunday, which I believe they'll have some kind of breakthrough. I do believe that will happen. So will the trade war, because this is the one, uh, this is the one thing that I know President Trump really believes in. He believes that, uh, he believes that trade wars are good. Um, he believes that uh, tariffs are good. Um, and a lot of people in his administration have been hoping that he's just using this as a negotiation tactic so far That's with Canada and Mexico. No. Well, he got his deal with Mexico and then he never changed the tariff. So he is will, he good? Huh? He will. His overdose is coming in this weekend and, and they will do that. But Trump is smart. He, he's not going to do it until Obrador gets in the new president of Mexico. And he okay. sees how he's going to handle a caravan. He sees how he's going to do a whole bunch of other things. So it's yeah, still I, there. But it'll yeah, when it comes it, when it when it comes to Mexico, I'm not in any hurry to lift it on Mexico no, just right. because of the caravan. I want to see what they're doing. Right. Um, because this yeah. guy's a socialist Obrador, and you got to see how crazy he's going to be. Go yeah. Ahead. All right. So um, you think that he's going? We are going to solve this deal with China. I don't know if you're going to solve it. But Trump is a deal maker. That's his whole life, makes deals, all right? And so he wants to put forth to the American people that he's tougher, smarter, and stronger than China. That's what he wants to do. Now, China, they're basically saying, we're not going to take a lot of garbage from Donald Trump, um, but our economy is listing. Word of the day, Stu, L-I-S-T-I-N-G, listing, all right? Mm -hmm. And it is. So we're going to have to do something to get investment back into China. That's what China wants. So both sides have big gains to be made if they can, you know, be nice to each other. And that's what I think will happen. Let's talk about uh, Putin. Uh, Yesterday, President arrived. He was going to meet with Putin. And he said, no, I've got to look at... uh, I, you know, I, I, I'm not happy that they haven't released the uh, Ukrainian sailors yet. Sailors, yeah. um, and, uh, you know, so, so what do you think is going to happen with Putin and Ukraine? No idea. You never know with Putin. Putin's a different character than, you know, China. China has to 
um, deal with the United States. They have to because they, their economy is so fragile. It's a billion and a half people, many of whom don't have electricity. Uh, they don't have a lot of choice. Putin can do whatever he wants. I mean, Putin's like Stalin in the sense that he runs that place. You don't like it, I'll put a bullet in your head. And, and so Putin, you can't predict what he's going to do. I think he's just bored over there. It's 14 below zero every day in Moscow. <laughs> he goes, ah, let's have a little fun with Ukraine. We'll take one of their boats. You know, that's what he is. He's a provocateur. So Trump can't handle him because Trump's got nothing over him. And, and Trump was smart not to meet with him. And, you know, if Trump had his way, he wouldn't meet with anybody. He wouldn't even go there. He doesn't even know where it is. I mean, <laughs> uh, last topic, the border, your yes. thoughts over the week. Well, we've done some excellent reporting on BillOReilly.com, tracing the big money uh, that's come from Washington to Chicago to Tegucigalpa, Honduras, to fund this whole um, ruse, R-U-S-E. And you know, we don't ever look those up. This is a very well-orchestrated, organized, and funded campaign to break right. the U.S. asylum system. Break it down. Mm-hmm. Break the border. Have open borders. And if you go to BillOReilly.com, we've listed all the agencies, all the people running the agencies. Gee, George Soros, oh, wow, in the past, has got a lot of money to these organizations. So. Yep. That's what this is. You don't have 6,000 people in Mexico City get on buses and drive to Tijuana unless you have millions of dollars to charter those buses. So it's all ruse. But the real thing is, why on earth does the U.S. media ignore the real story here? You know, I mean, what do you idiots in uh, BlackRock and Manhattan want open borders? Is that what you want in Hollywood? Is that what you really want? Because that's what you're playing into. I mean, these are. I, I'm now thinking that the people running the media agencies, Beck, uh, you know, with the exceptions of you and me, are just stone cold stupid people. Oh, you know, I, we I know they're corrupt, but now I'm thinking you guys are just stupid. This yeah. is so horrible for the country. The you know perspective of open borders and chaos on our on our border with Mexico, the narcotics that we you talked about at the beginning of the hour. Coming across that. Where do you think the fentanyl is coming from? Mexico. So, okay, Bill. So, you know, so, so wait, 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 wait. annoying me. It's annoying me, Stu. So I think, <laughs> spell it out so we can look it up. Um, Bill, I agree with you that they are, they're just uh, blind, just blind. And it may be blind stupid on several things. Um, uh, but when when you... I think that the press has, you know, done what Fonzie did, what, in 1976 and jumped the shark. Um, I think that they have they've now entered a rule uh, into a room where they are literally asking us to deny what our eyes can see and uh, and and also deny to, to look at what, what was happening was the crusher was for the press that they showed these pictures of the tear gas with the kids and and the mothers, right? Mm -hmm. And they went wild, did they not? And then all of a sudden the next day, well, uh, President Obama used tear gas 500 times on the border during his eight years. 
No, sixteen hundred. Sixteen hundred. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's okay. sixteen hundred. So did you hear a word of that? No. A word of it in the New York no. Times, Washington no. Post. You know, and, and so you're right. Americans go. You know what? We're not believing any anything you say now, because you don't deserve to be believed. And that helps Mercury, Glenn Beck, Bill O'Reilly, BillOReilly.com, because people go, you know what, we're going to look for something that we can at least have a semblance of trust in, not you. I know. Bill O'Reilly. So uh, I, I know. It was speechless. Yeah, no, it was, it was beautiful. Speechless. We were, yeah, just couldn't, uh, always leads to speechlessness. It's really, it's it's quite amazing, uh, your Thank performance. You. Thank you. Uh, every I want everybody to go see Beck and Stu and I playing a cello. Uh, it's yep. going to be just a blast. I want everybody I've written a song about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. He's written a song about you. Yes. Yeah. All right. Bill, uh, All right, great Beck. to have you. BillOReilly.com and uh, Killing the SS is his latest best-selling book, which is, uh, which is really, truly tremendous if you're uh, a history lover. Uh, or you, you, you really just want to delve in and know the truth about uh, some of the things that even the United States did uh, in World War II with killing the SS, Bill O'Reilly's book is tremendous. Thanks so much, Bill. Talk to you soon. Okay, guys. See you soon. All right. right.